Hunting is not easy. It never has been. It takes dedication, motivation, a lot of patience, and quality gear. If you manage a food plot, put up stands, or need just one more game camera, we can help at MidwayUSA.com. We opened our doors in 1977 and continue to put customers first by offering super fast, same day shipping. For just about everything for the outdoors, go to MidwayUSA.com. When it comes to hunting boots, how many pairs does one man need? Well, how many seasons are there? Turkey season? Deer season? Duck season? Dove season? Honey, how many pairs of boots does one man need? At least one more pair. For just about everything for hunting, go to MidwayUSA.com. I'm Larry Potterfield with Midway USA. Thanks for your business. Hey, I just got back from lunch. Did you finish that report yet? Uh, well, not exactly. Um, still working on it. I'm not finished just yet. Uh, I got a little sidetracked, but I will get them to you first thing this afternoon. <laughs> it is first thing this afternoon. Well, yeah, I, I understand that, but I mean, I, I am working on it. But what do you mean that the report isn't finished yet? I'm, I'm still in the process of working on it. I've just been a little distracted. T- distracted? Our meeting starts in an hour. You, no, no. What were you doing? Were you listening to another hunting podcast again? I swear, I give the staff in this office the freedom to do whatever they want to do as long as they meet a deadline. That is the first bullet underneath your job description. Pays attention to detail and deadline. And deadline. Are you even listening to me right now? Archery season has sadly come and gone, but your shooting does not have to stop there thanks to Williams Archery's indoor range. They offer hands-on shooting lessons and they run indoor shooting leagues throughout the off-season. Now is also a great time to go get the repairs done that you've been putting off all season. You can also check out their new bow lines of Hoyt, PSE, Elite, Bear, Parker, and more. The new bows are awesome. Tell them you heard about Williams Archery on the Whitetail Distraction Podcast when you give them a call at 724 727-9660. Welcome to episode 24 of the Whitetail Distraction Podcast. My name's Austin, and join me in my basement until it gets warm outside. Charles Hedlund, how you doing today, buddy? Doing good, man. What's going on? Oh, you know, we got out last weekend, did a little hunting. Last day of uh, 2B. Oh, yeah, we did do that. Yeah, a little shotgun season action. We saw some deer, too. We saw a couple of them. I saw three. I saw one. One, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was the only one not carrying a gun, and I said the only uh, shot opportunity. I know. Why was I not carrying a gun again? Oh, we'll get to that. Oh, yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, so we got a little <laughs> bit of a round table here. We got the most people in the um, forsaken rack shack, we'll say, yeah, basement. The basement shack. We get the most people ever on the podcast today. We do. 28. 28 people stuck right around this table. Yeah. So we're sharing. We only have two mics. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> we got five people. We're going to we do, do a round uh, table. What? introduction that's what i was just gonna say yeah we're gonna do it we're gonna start with russ russ headland what's up buddy (laughs) russ is here (laughs) russ is back russ is back he said there's better equipment this time too and he's ready for it i like it he's ready to show off that beautiful voice speaking of beautiful voices we got jessica murko in the forsaken rack shack we're gonna call it what's up oh hello Oh, see, that's the voice we're talking about. <laughs> the forsaken wreck. And then there's me. 
Charles, hi. Um, and then there's a guy to my right who was the reason why I wasn't carrying a gun on Saturday. Anthony Ferletta's back. What's up, buddy? It's a long story, but hey, how you doing? Yeah, you've been here a few times now, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, let's get into that long story. So we went down with shotguns and some slug action down to 2B game lands. We were going to go after some deer for the last day of deer season here in Pennsylvania for 2B extended season. And we all brought shotguns there. Yep. Uh, but then we pulled them out of the back of the... <laughs> let's not jump ahead. Oh. That was a hell of a day. It so, was a hell of a day. We <laughs> so we're getting off the exit, and at, right as we approach the exit, all of a sudden, what? All the lights on Anthony's Jeep just start coming on. Yeah, and uh, the turn signals didn't work, and everything was shut down. The the windshield wipers were going about a half a mile <laughs> per hour. Uh, yeah, he would hit his brake, and a, a weird brake light would start showing up on the screen. And when I touched the brakes, it shot down to zero. Yeah, fun. yeah, your speedometer and RPMs were shooting up everywhere, flaring up. So we got a little freaked out. We went and pulled into the Sheets parking lot just off the exit and turned the car off, and it was dead. We were not, like, uh, not a bad place to break down, by the way. No, that's why I figured, you know, <laughs> let's, let's stop at Sheets. <laughs> we're going to need supplies anyways for hunting. We're going to need food. We're going to need drinks. So why don't we stop at Sheets and, you know, we'll figure things out. Well, Lo and behold, I just knew that my cousin Denny Flynn lived within like a mile from that sheets. So I was like, Denny. Well, I called him. He didn't answer. <laughs> you called AAA. Yeah, and they... They shot you down. Oh, they shot me down hard. <laughs> we got to figure it out. We got to figure it out. They ended up taking care of me, but not at the time when I needed them. <laughs> yeah. We're like, hey, we need a battery. We figured, you know, battery died. It's just so weak. You know, it's either battery or the alternator. It's one or the other. You know, I've had situations where... A really bad battery will like go bad and shut off your car, even though it's running. The alternator can't even keep it running. So we get Denny finally. Second call, he answers. He takes forever to get out there. I think he just woke up. It was like ten o'clock <laughs> on a Saturday, though. He work. He's a working man, so I get it. He brings us out to AutoZone. We pick up a new battery. We come back. Fires right up. We're pumped. We get out to the game lands. And that's when we realized that Anthony still had a turkey choke in his shotgun. Yeah, for the <laughs> modified end. Which, looking back at it, and we should have just taken the choke out, and you should have just went chokeless. Yeah. And I could have just carried a gun. But I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to be Mr. Film it all. I'm going to film this hunt. And yeah. I'm going to be but, cool. Let's, let's not forget that you also have six deer, by the way. <clears throat> all right. So fault me for having a good year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all good. Just so saying, I did. Anybody could afford to give up a gun losing. Yeah, I did. And I, I shot from behind the camera. And then the one time I went to go do a push around this pine thicket, I get up to the top of this hill and two deer come running right at me. They were about 40 yards, just like trotting right through the woods. Yep. And I don't have a gun. You guys are at the bottom, probably 80 yards from me. Yep. And I can't even like, I can't even tell you what's going on because I mean, you can't see above the hill where mm -hmm. they're at. They're on the flat spot. No, I didn't see them. So then I see this white thing coming through the woods. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, it's an albino. I've never seen an albino before. This is so cool. It's a giant dog. I mean, giant dog. And he's all furry, and he's chasing after these deer. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. He must have just kicked them up out of that pine thicket because there were people down right over the hill. We could hear voices. Oh, yeah. They start calling. The dog runs, turns, and runs right back down the hill. Right to back him. to him. So that he just kicked those deer up. And they ran right around us, and we tracked them all day long. Never yeah, saw another never deer. Never saw them again. They, they crossed into private. We, yeah. We followed them. Yeah. 
Followed him through the snow into private ground. That's pretty much the day. That's true. That's that was true. a cool hunt, though. It was I fun. had a good time, man. You know, my legs were tired after oh, up and down the hill, dude. up and down the hill, up and down the hill. But, you know, I had, I had a blast. Saw some deer. We didn't get skunked, so. Yeah. I'm, I'm always good with a day like that. At least we saw some. We shouldn't play racquetball the day before. That didn't help. Yeah. Well. A lot of sore hips. And feet. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, were, we were building some lactic acid up, too. Mm-hmm. You know, so we weren't sore the next day. That is true. Now, we have a little bit different style episode this week. We're uh, we're kind of going to go over the proposed changes this year for the seasons and the different laws that are being proposed. So, I think we're just going to kind of throw a topic out there and then mm-hmm. everybody discuss it and then we'll just move on to the next topic, I guess. That's pretty much how we're going to do it. I, I was uh, so kind to print out the laws here and the regular... They're not laws. They're proposed... They're proposed laws. Laws and season changes. So rem- remember, everything we talk about is proposed. All of it could go through. None of it could go through. You know, part Very of it true. could come through. Yep. It, it, there's some good things and there's some bad things. But it depends on who you're talking about. Depends so we're gonna, that's why we brought in five different people, five different perspectives... And we're going to just go through the list and just kind of talk about each one and, and discuss them a little bit. I like that. The number one thing I put on the list, I think probably the one that's getting the most attention right now. And if you haven't seen these, you can go on the Pennsylvania Game Commission website and click on news. And you'll see the topics right under the news section. First one, rifle season in Pennsylvania, the opening day. They're proposing to change it to Saturday after Thanksgiving, making it a 13-day season with three Saturdays. Rather than opening on Monday after Thanksgiving like it has Correct. for 75 Ever. years. Or the forever. tradition <laughs> as long as anybody that's right. alive has known. Right. Well, Popcorn Russ, what do you think about that? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, one of the first times I discussed this was at work this past week with a guy, and he immediately did not like it. And he didn't like it for the reasons that it's going to ruin that what you're you're used to going up there and having a really good time with your family and stuff and, you know, scouting around for a couple of days, enjoying the weekend together, and then hunting Monday. Well, that's not going to happen now because Thanksgiving, you know, families are at home. They're not going to be up the camp for the most part. They're going to be at home. The next day, like we discussed earlier, it's Black Friday. Okay, a lot of people are shopping then. So they're not going to be up the camp that day until late, if anything. And then you're hunting Saturday. So then you're, you're going up to camp or, you know, whatever. You're doing your hunting trip. Not everybody does that, I guess. They hunt locally as well. But you're going to go up there. You're going to hunt the next day. And a lot of them are going to come home on Sunday. And you're going to lose all that that bonding time with whether it be your father, your brothers, your children, whatever it may be. You're not going to have those days together doing things, teaching them how to scout the woods and stuff like that. So I personally don't like it. But at the same time, they're giving you an extra day to hunt, which is always a good thing. Yeah. So, I, can I mean, I'm not that. opposed to it either. I just, I can see where people would be a little weird about it. I, I can see that point. Yeah, I can too. I mean, I, I see the older crowd being a little bit, for lack of a better term, butthurt about it because they're used to going up on Saturday, having Sunday to scout, like Russ said, and hanging out and partying and doing whatever. And then Monday, that tradition i mean you start hunting season like schools are out everything everybody gets up for that weekend you're messing with a a tradition and that's where people are not going to like that at all right right that's how i feel i mean that's i agree that the older generation for one is not very susceptible to change to begin with yeah and this is a big time change yeah you're just bringing it on them 
Now, me personally, I like to hunt deer. And, I mean, there's a good chance that, well, maybe not with this job, but some job along the way, maybe I don't have that Monday off and, you know, I have to take a vacation day. Right. I like to use my vacation days for Monday. And usually I do Monday and Tuesday. Where here now, I can still get two days of hunting and only have to take Monday off. That's kind of where I'm at. Which gives me an extra day during archery season to take off. And there's a lot of people that can only hunt on Saturdays. Right. true, too. Yep. So now they get three days of hunting. Yeah. Which definitely, I think, will increase rifle sales. I think it'll increase it just for the simple fact that those people that want to go out there and party that day that usually come home and don't hunt Monday because they have to work, but they party all weekend, they're going to buy license now because they're going to hunt that first day. Yeah. And they're still going to party. They're still going to have fun. And, you know, it'll definitely increase license sales. I think so. And I think that's probably why they they propose this because our, our rifle sales have gone down quite a bit. Oh, big time. They've been going down for quite a bit well, of time. It's just a general hunting license, all this. Yeah. Like a rifle sale. True, true. Yeah, your general hunting license, yes. I read a stat the other day that in Pennsylvania, for every 100 hunters that we lose, we only gain 65 back. So that's. I think it's a generational thing, too. It's not like back in the day where everybody did. Right. Everybody yeah. hunted, whether you got out one time or, or just going up opening day. Yeah. Now that's. It's just not a thing. It's not. There's not as many people doing it. Right, right. I kind of yeah. wonder, will they still have the schools closed on that first Monday then? Yeah. You know, will that all stay the same That's or will they change question. it? That's a good yeah. question. Because if it does, then I think more people will be out on that Monday again. They'll do that two days rather than the one. Right. But are they going to think that that's necessary if yeah. you have, if your first day is no longer right. Monday. Yeah, we were even allowed to do Tuesday if you had an excuse, if you had an excuse, like your hunting license. Mm-hmm. You had to bring your hunting license and you got right. Tuesday off as well if you wanted to take it off. Yeah. You know, but it wasn't a set day off for everyone. That was cool. Yeah, I think that's a great idea, honestly. Yeah, I mean, get the kids not. out there. I mean, mm-hmm. piggybacking off of the, the old crowd, they're definitely going to be the ones with the least, or the they're not going to want that more than anybody. Mm-hmm. But there's, like you said, there's a reason why these changes are being proposed because they're trying to increase sales. That's the bottom line. Yeah, it's all about money. And like you said, there's definitely some negatives, but I like an extra day of hunting personally, so I wouldn't be mad if it got passed. Hunter recruitment. That's what I just thought yeah. of. Mm-hmm. You know, the the older guys, they're not going to get so mad that they don't buy a license, you yeah. know? Yeah. They're still going to They're still just going to complain about it, but they're, they're gonna still going to do it. Right. They're going to go out Saturday. Yeah. But the people that they'll gain from it, you know, they're not going to lose anybody because of it, but they've only have stuff to gain. You know, people can get mad about it, but in the end... I think after a couple of years of people complaining about the tradition thing, you just kind of adapt and, and change your tradition. Yeah. Think about it. We can go up Friday, even if, you know, Friday in the daytime, have a fire that night, hang out, wake up Saturday, go hunt, come back, sleep in Sunday, do a big breakfast. You know, that's kind of our tradition. Yeah. And we usually do that anyways on those days. But I mean... Saturday now instead of just going up there and getting the camp ready because usually we've been going up there on Saturday, oh. you know, getting the camp opened up <clears> and everything else. Now you can right. hunt, come back. We used to small game hunt too. Yeah, we yeah, did. Small game hunt. We small game hunted and turkey was in that Saturday. One thing you got to think about turkey. too. You have to think about that Friday when you're thinking everybody's going to be going up there. Most people don't have Black Friday off of work. Right. Mm-hmm. They're going to be working a full day unless they take a half day or they take the day off to go up yeah. and scout and whatever. They're getting off at the end of their work day, packing all their shit, going up there, and then they're just hunting the next day. That's kind of, that. that's where you're going to yeah. lose some but of the, the people. But the thing is, that. you don't have to hunt. 
You yeah, don't have to. True. You that's true. You don't like the same right. thing. Right, right. No. It's just it's more of an opportunity thing, yeah, I feel. We're also talking about something that not everybody does. Exactly. Right. Like, you know, Belongo Camp isn't a thing that all PA hunters do. That's true. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that I would say that's like a 50-50 almost. Yeah. yeah. You know, not everybody Anymore. has a camp or somewhere yeah. to go to. That's more localized than anything. Yeah. That um, used to be huge. You know, go out to the eastern part of the state. I, I don't know exactly what's all out there when it comes to cottages and camps and stuff, but I don't feel like that's as common as it is around here. Yeah, a lot of people hunting their same local properties. Yeah, that they have permission on. It makes that makes sense too, and that that benefits them. I think. Oh, you know, definitely. we're we're talking about a tradition because we do it as a like you said, a trip up to camp. Right. We're very specific, where a lot of people may not do that. You know, and it only benefits them. They're like, hey, you know, I'm off that Saturday 90% yeah. of the time. They don't need preparation. They don't need that scouting no. trip. You know, they don't need that Saturday, right. Sunday to look for where the deer are that time of year. And it's not saying that you can't scout. You'll just be scouting with a gun. Yeah. 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 That's true. Yeah. You're going to yeah. do it on the fly. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. <clears throat> Most likely you're not going to go up Thursday. So. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. No. That's good. I think that's a good ending point on that topic, too. So let's move on to the next one. Well, let's not move on because this also affects... The next talking point, which is the fact that with doing this, they are going to be shortening the turkey season, the fall turkey season, by mm-hmm. two days. The extended fall turkey. The season. extended fall turkey, the Thanksgiving special season, which two of us over here may have killed pretty nice gobblers on that day, but they did. They uh, they shortened it up, and here's how it kind of falls. In WMUs near us, as kind of ones that I looked up and, and put in here. 1A, 2A, 4A, and 4B, the dates will be November 2nd through the 9th, and then November 28th and 29th. So those are your two days right there, your special, that used to go two more days additionally. Mm -hmm. In 2B, it's going to be November 2nd through the 22nd, and then again the 28th and 29th of November. And then 2D, 2E, and 2F, and then there was a bunch of other WMUs this included. The dates will be November 2nd through the 16th, and then November 28th through the 29th. So, what do you think about, I mean, the shorter fall turkey season, extended fall turkey, but I'm sure a lot of people went up and did a turkey hunt, you know, before first day of rifle, and that was kind of their tradition. Well, the only thing that's kind of going to get me with that is, the only time I really do a fall turkey hunt is when I'm in the deer stand in archery season and I see right. a turkey, I might take a pop shot at it. But other than that, I don't typically go out because it's it, it deer season. I'm typically trying to fill a tag still. Now, the after Thanksgiving or on the Thanksgiving day and things like that, that's kind of a... Uh, yeah. That's kind of one that I I don't typically do. But So it's not really affecting me. But, I mean, like you guys went out this year. You guys got it done on those yeah. days. But It'll still be open on Thanksgiving. Yeah, and I'm not... Like yeah. we went out. Right. But what think, do you think about the people that are hardcore fall turkey hunters? They're losing two days of turkey hunting. Yeah. I don't. I don't think they make up the percentage of deer hunters. Not even close. So say how many? I'm trying to really look. Think I, I, that. Yeah, I think it's a, a fair trade to be honest. It is, and There's, you know, you got to look at right. last year they reduced the fall turkey season too in certain WMUs because the turkey numbers are down. Right. So that might play into it as well. But, I mean, and we it, don't typically see does. that around here because we have a lot of turkey around here. Right. We see birds. Some of those lower WMUs, I think it was around, like, Washington County and things like that, where, where they reduced them. They might not have as many turkey down there. So that might be Which one of the Which is funny because we out. have one of the shortest seasons mm-hmm. for fall turkey. We only have a week, where most other people have two weeks plus. Well, that might be... Two or three weeks. Indicative of why we got more birds. 
I mean, we do have more birds. Might yeah. Be yeah. Because you have more birds. They did mention that in there, uh, something along the lines that they, they based this off of some turkey research that they did through yeah. turkey wildlife. Um, but I don't know. I, I'm personally not affected by it. So I don't either. have a comment on it. I just want to, you know, bring it up for the simple fact that that is a real thing that's going to take place. Yeah. I'm thinking of one person, one person only is Kyle Allen. He's got right. a turkey dog. He he's loves, the only one I can think he's the of. only person yeah. I can think of that would be affected by this. And I think he even made a post about them shortening the fall turkey season because he, he does have a turkey dog. That's the only time you really use them is in the fall. And he really enjoys that. And that's something that he does a lot of, you know, dates? but the dates are November 2nd through the 9th and November 28th and 29th. So you have a week there in November, okay. which. That personally, right there, drives me nuts. That's during our archery season. That's, so that, that's, that's the only time the, that I'm ever going to turkey hunt in the fall. Really, that's during the peak and of it's our run. I'm in the stand. If they walk under, that's when I'm going to take a shot. That's yeah. about it. I don't go out after them. That's just one thing that drives me crazy. You bring in the well, season and the peak of the rut, and you got guys like, and no offense to Kyle because he does it on public land. Yeah, and all, he has all the right to do it. Absolutely, but he is running a dog through the woods chasing turkeys. Yeah, well. And deer. It is what it is. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm just kidding, cowboy. Go get them, man. Go get all the turkey you want. I'm all for it. Now, that dog's awesome. Yeah. It's phenomenal. I've never seen a turkey dog before. Never even knew, like, that existed. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. It, it is literally the <laughs> coolest thing ever. Year. Yeah. His, his dog will run out. He'll set track, and he'll find a flock of birds. He'll run and break them up. And when he breaks them up, he barks at that location, and he stays there. And then you track him to that location. The dog circles that location where he broke him up. And he'll come over and he'll literally, he lays in between his legs. And yeah. He puts a burlap thing over him. Mm-hmm. And then he calls the turkeys back in with like soft clucking and that kind of thing. And the yeah. turkeys come right back in and he kills them. Little kiki run off. Yeah, little kiki <laughs> run it, Dude, he's killed three of them off his dog this, this year. He just had, the dog's probably wasn't even a year Training old. Training a dog to do that. Incredible. Just to, is, that is ridiculous. Yeah. But in a way, it's almost like... He is training them for yeah. sure, oh, yeah, but it's also kind of like how much training did you do for a beagle before they run a rabbit? That's true too. Maybe they're just but they aren't going to be do it. great to run rabbits either. Yeah. So he's definitely done a lot of training with him, and to get him to do all those little things, yeah. unbelievable and so cool, so cool. But anyways, let's move on. Anybody want to read the next topic? Expanding the mid-October muzzleloader and special firearms deer season to include bears statewide. Boo. <laughs> That's an interesting one. I mean, the dates are going to be statewide, um, October 19th to the 26th, and special firearms, October 24th to 26th. What's going on in October again? It's archery season, right? Yeah. It's archery season. For deer? Yeah, Mm -hmm. well, now. Right. So, obviously, this is a bow hunting podcast, okay? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I can see this going... One of two ways. One, it doesn't affect us at all. You never see anybody in the woods hunting bear. Or two, you get the same bear nuts up there with a bunch of inline muzzle loaders. Yeah. And which I guess is going to be the same regulation as regular muzzle loader season within the archery. You're allowed to use inline, correct? You, you got to think though that special firearms seasons are typically for youth and they veterans. Are. And I'm talking the muzzle loader only. Yeah. You're going to have. What if you get a group of 25 guys going up pushing for bears? Well, with muzzle loaders in Pennsylvania. It, it depends. It depends if they're doing the special regulation units like 2B and 5D and 5C over on the other side of the state. It depends if that's what they're counting by special firearms season. 
No, 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 no. The special firearm season is, and I could have wrote that out more. That's the youth firearm. Mm-hmm. Youth. That's what they're talking about. Special firearm. Okay. So you can. And mu- no, muzzleloader is open to everybody. That's just your regular. What they're saying is you have your regular muzzleloader season that comes in at the middle of archery. Okay, your inline season. Doe only. And it's it's doe only. Yep. They're proposing to open it up to you're able to shoot a doe or a bear. So if you have a bear license, you're able to hunt bear with an inline muzzleloader. I don't see that. Or many if you're a youth, that. you can do it with a rifle. Uh, what I'm reading is expanding the mid-October muzzleloader. Yes. And special firearms deer seasons to include yeah, bear, wasn't... which is a whole week. There, well, That's it the is. three-day season and the rest of the week for the muzzleloader. There's dates there, uh, statewide, December, or I'm sorry, October 19th through the 26th. Wasn't yeah, it only three days so before? That's, that's a week. It was only well, a couple of days before, yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah. that's expanded, which is already huge. The muzzleloader was already a week, but that special, the, the youth and seniors. That's just going to be two days or that three days. Three days. It's still going to be three days. So they're including the three and the week into this new bear thing where you can hunt them the whole time. No, they're doing, they're doing, well, yes, they're doing the 19th through the 26th is the whole week you're able to shoot bear with a muzzleloader. Within those seven days, the last three days, if you're a youth, you can go and hunt them with a firearm as well. I think we're saying the same thing. Okay, well, then we are. Yeah, okay. I don't know. You're going to have a full week of yes. bear hunting. Correct. With either of those weapons. Yeah. Well, Whether it's special firearms or muzzleloader. Well, special firearms are just going to be the last three days, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. rifles. Right, that's right. right. That's high-powered rifles yeah. with, with that's youth. kids and seniors. Kids and that's seniors. kids yeah, and seniors. seniors yeah. I'm so sure we're going to see some seniors. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. I think I think there's going to be people hunting bear pretty with guns. religiously mm-hmm. within line muzzleloaders that week. Trust me, there are some bear nuts in this state. Oh, yeah. I get because that. the whole oh, week yeah. is muzzleloader. Yeah, they just also include three days of that week into the the rifle. Correct. For right. The right. Correct. There's, that's going to mess up the woods even more for the archery hunters. No doubt. It's going to be interesting, to say the like least. It. That'll be bad for, like, camp. I mean, somewhere, exactly. you know, places around here, you don't have to worry about that as much. Like, right. you know, well, you like, stuff to some of the spots. <laughs> yeah, around yeah. your camp, that's where but it's always like, going to The majority yeah. of the bears are. But up I mean, the camp, you know, some oh, yeah. of those spots up there, that that's where that's really going to I agree. That's what I was thinking of. Like yeah, where there's where there's a quite a bit of bear and people are quite successful. Mm-hmm. How many people are successful in bear hunting? And not only are they successful with the rifles, but they're killing bear within 100 yards. Yeah. Yeah. And how do they do it? With groups of 25 people. 25 people, people yeah. pushing all pushing. day long. That's yeah. what's going to destroy the woods for your archery hunters. And you're talking a and week of that. You're sitting there with your bow like, oh, well, yeah. we'll see how this goes. Yeah. That that could get ugly is what I'm mm-hmm. thinking. That could get ugly. That's true. So people will be upset. People will be upset. It'll thing. move deer, but it'll be moving them at Mach 3. You're never going to shoot You don't them. want that. No. no. <laughs> That that could be horrible, especially at the camp, because when they those deer start feeling real pressure, they really move back. They go deep and they go they go far. Yep. Yeah, and that yeah. hurts bad. Mm-hmm. Austin, what was the date I shot my buck? Probably around then, right? It was the twenty? You shot the twenty fifth or twenty fourth? Twenty six. So I mean, two 20, days before yours, right? Two no. days before I shot 25th. mine the twenty seventh. Yeah, so was, yeah so, you're I mean, 25th. you're talking like that's peak. Yeah. Oh yeah, pre rut activity. It's, it's peak pre rut activity, and you're. You're talking about another season. And then, to just add to it even worse, the next one that they're trying to propose is to increase to two weeks the length of the statewide archery bear season and shifting it 
to the two weeks following the muzzleloader and special firearms bear seasons. Oh, goodness. I do like the archery. But bear. you understand that's going to be October 28th through November the 9th. That is... A bear archery. That is bear archery. Like You're going to see more bears killed, but on top of that, I mean, I don't mind the archery season being extended. Gives people a little bit more, but yeah. that's right after their special firearm season that they're yep. proposing. I bet that one gets shut down, to be honest with you. Yeah, I'll I bet the archery goes forward. I'll bet the special firearms get shut down. I would I would actually not be opposed to that. Yeah. I would be okay with that. Same. I think if more people would be for you're that. You're hunting with the same equipment in yeah. that, at yeah. that time. You yeah. know, you're not adding right. different equipment to hunt. Right. These animals, so you're you're adding the same approach to hunting in a way. You know, you're not going to push for bear with twenty guys, five guys all holding bows. No. It's just not no going to happen. They don't no. do it now. Nope. So why would they do it with an extra week? Yep. You know, but I do like it in a fact I, I that I kind of like it. Yeah, I can. Yeah, if I'm hunting up the camp, well, extra, it's not going to change a strategy. You're going to do it the same way you normally right. would. You just have some more time. Right. Yeah. Right. So I'm I'm not too opposed to that one. It's just. It's every time we turn around, they're adding something additional to archery season, and they're just almost making archery season so impure. No. You know, rifle season's always just rifle season. You know, nobody messes with rifle season. They don't mm-hmm. stop rifle season and add in a bear season in the middle of it. That's true. I mean, it's like that's hard though, man. That that's <sighs> hard for them to really get it on. They're not getting. They're adding this because they're not getting as many bears killed as they want. Right. That's exactly why they're doing it. They're making the season go longer because they want more bears killed. Yeah. Or Quick. they're not selling enough bear tags. Or they're not selling enough bear tags, that too. Quick question on that. Hit Wasn't me. it just last year or recent? Didn't bear archery lead right into bear rifle before? Yeah, yes. I think so, yeah. So it, that just recently changed they, to where yes. they put bear in deer season. Correct. And yeah. now they're extending it in deer season. Which I liked when they did I do. That. I do, too. I because like I was already archery hunting. I'm, yeah. If I can see a bear increases, when I'm hunting deer, then that'd be cool. Yeah. It makes, your bear, makes your bear tag worth it. You get so many more hunts. Right, right. right. I did like that because mm-hmm. that was That's insane. pretty recent, right? They had last year. year or two, either last or year two. or the year before they changed that. They brought bear season into archery season. Because before bear archery, there was nothing else really in. Yeah, there was like two or three days of it, right? Yeah. Yep. Of bear mm-hmm. archery, and, and then it went right, right into, into rifle. bear rifle. Yep. And you guys always saw them in deer archery. Correct. Right. right. We, we always saw them. So that's why we got excited mm-hmm. about bear archery was a week. Yeah, prior now to the rifles. Yeah, and well, now they're. But it wasn't in archery season. Right. Right. Now they're proposing to extend it to two weeks. I don't know if you heard that before you left. Inside of archery season, right after the. The special firearm season, right? Right. So, I don't yeah, know, and I, 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 I think it. I think it's both things because if you look at the next point, the they're also firearms, is that not already the week that it was, and then the bear season is also the same, but now they're adding bear to special firearms. I think there was a week in between. It was the fifth week. Was yeah. always bear archery, right? Was it the third week or the fourth week of special firearms? I think it was the third. I think right. there was a week in between because this proposal was saying they want to add it right after that season. Right. They want to bring it in another week. So they want to fill that week waiting period with bear archery. So that'll yeah. open up our fifth and sixth week of archery. Correct. No, because it's still going to be the fifth week. They oh, want they're, to add- they're jumping ahead, the rifle. Right. Yeah. Which that in a way is good because we all know that when they bring that rifle in, how dangerous that can be in PA with the leaf cover that we still have at yeah. that time and the lack of visibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that could be a good thing. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be like the 24th and 26th of October. Right. By then, 
You're you're almost you're pretty clear. The woods should have, be yeah. about down. Woods have pretty yeah. much opened up. I'm yeah. saying prior. Yeah, it was really early. The week prior, if you didn't get one of the bad like cold windstorm rainstorm thing yeah. where it knocked a bunch of down. leaves down, it was hard to see. And I didn't. I wouldn't trust myself shooting a 308 in the woods at that time. You just can't see what you can see later in the season. Right. Someone well, could be there in pure orange, and you wouldn't see them. Well, that's yards true away too. Yeah. Because of leaf cover. You almost have to hunt them from stands like you do archery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, shoot down, get yep. that angle down. Yeah. Big time. But the, the next point is, and I think they're really pushing bears this year because the next one is they're trying to expand the four-day extended bear season to six days in most right. wildlife management units. Um, where they, they said, it says statewide though, elsewhere other than these special WMUs, it's going to be five days. So. Yeah. Well. I don't know what's what do you think the effect on the bear population and and the pressure on deer before rifle season? Is? I don't think it's going to change that much. They're going to kill a few more bears, in my opinion. But honestly, I think it's you're going to have that pressure. It's just going to be longer. Think about those last few days of bear season. How many bears get killed? A lot. The last few days. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. When I when I think about the big groups that go out. When they kill bear, it's usually that third day. Well, maybe, yeah. Well, that's when they kill most of the bear. To be honest with you, um, like the one year they got nine bears on the last day. Other than that, they got like one the first two days. Well, a lot of people, I they don't even go out the first day. Yeah, there's so many people. There is a lot that of people. That third out day, there. they go out and they can really, they really know where I think where all the bear get pushed and tucked away into certain spots. And I think that's why they're so successful. Probably. But I mean, I wish I. Even do us talk about because I don't hunt bear. I don't rifle. really hunt that much. I but go I mean, out every once in a while. Yeah, six days. But I think it makes sense. You're going to definitely encourage people to buy a tag. I would That's agree. A more they have days, more of a chance. You know? yeah. yeah, I think ours would be five days. I, I didn't look too much into that. I think our WMUs would be five days, but they are extending it to six days in a lot of different wildlife management units. That's a week before rifle, correct? Yeah, that's yeah. that's kind of what my other talking point on here was. What if you're adding more days of that? insane bear pressure is that really going to affect the deer anymore or do you think it's just going to be the same effect i'm, I'm sure it's going to affect it a little bit but i don't know if it's going to be it's less days for the deer crazy. to calm down well, you gotta think too to what product yeah in some areas. but you gotta think too dates, people but... are going to be weighing their time for hunting bears rather than hunting deer yeah. those guys that are up there that if they have an extended season they might not hunt those extra days because they want to keep those extra days for rifle season for deer there's there's going to be pros and cons with that either way and you never know this might get shot down right it might not even go through so i just i like to i like to basically just cover these as if it were to go through no absolutely for or against what that if it would go through the extending bear bear? yeah i'd be for it what do you think i feel like i'd be against it a little bit honestly russ i mean my understanding if i'm not mistaken bear starts saturday Correct? Bear season? Yeah. It usually it used to start Mondays. They just changed it last year, I think, to start on a Saturday. Yeah, so right Saturday, now, Monday, Tuesday. They're yeah. talking about a five, six-day season. It'd be Saturday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, in some states, Friday. You're running straight up to the rifle deer. Yeah. See, so I feel like they would start it earlier. Yeah, I would, think they would start in the week before. Because you got Thanksgiving. Because you can't run it past the, over top of Thanksgiving. I think they would. That's what I'm wondering. I'm thinking the they would do like a Thursday, Friday. Yeah. Saturday and then Monday, Tuesday. Probably. I'll bet you that's how they would handle I'd it. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm for it. Mm-hmm. I'd be okay with I'd that like too. I'd like four days for bear. Well, that's what I'm thinking because I don't really get to hunt bear ever because right. why buy a tag to go hunt them one Saturday? 
I wouldn't well, like that's the thing. The tag crime. sales would go up because you're giving yeah. yourself more of a chance. I mean, right. I, I do. I and think there's a lot either. of people that might not capitalize on it. They might buy a tag and never even... Right. But just to have it of, hey, I have the option to do it, mm-hmm. and now I have more right. time to do it. Right. I was more inclined to buy one for archery because they moved it into archery season. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And now yeah. they're trying well, to extend and that. And now they're trying to extend just archery. <laughs> but they're yeah. trying to extend that another week. That yeah. means like, yeah. Yeah, I'm good. Especially if you go to mountain. Mm-hmm. All right. I like that point, Anthony. Let's go back through. So let's cover these all again. These are pretty much the most important topics that really I think will affect us. There are some other talking points I'll hit real quick. Just establishing a September archery season and a January antlerless season for elk hunters. Expanding bobcat hunting and trapping seasons to WMU 4B. Extending fisher trapping opportunity to WMU 4A. Increasing the season limit on beavers from 20 to 40 in WMU's 2A and 2B. Holy crap. Yeah, it's a lot of beavers. That's a lot of beavers. <laughs> And reducing the length of the porcupine season by about 10 weeks statewide. Dates October 12th through the fe- February 1st, the, the following season. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> no! Hard pass on that. We like to hunt our coupons. <laughs> Coupon. Does anybody know Are you in regulation? I don't know I don't. anybody that... Like, actually, regulation goes out... Well, my like, dad was asking the I'm other doing. day. He's like, is porcupine still in? I might go out to camp and walk around with my pistol. I was like, I don't know. What, what I thought it was always What do you hunt them with? Like, I'm ignorant to that. Do you, do you hunt them and eat them? Do you, is there a, some type of money? I feel, I feel they're almost a nuisance animal, kind they of like are. a coyote. Yeah. They yeah, but coyotes they sell pelts. But they have pelts and stuff. Have. They have a purpose still. I think. I think if people are really, really hunting them, the I think they're life. probably eating them. You'd probably. Maybe. I mean, you definitely could eat. I don't them. think anybody. I don't know anybody that does. <laughs> I don't either. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, are they like groundhogs? I tried to kick them in a hole. I tried it. Me and Joey ate the backstrap. Was it good? It's horrible. But is there a set like what you have to hunt it with? Just like you know, certain um, things that's you can you know. I think it's just like your normal regulations yeah. for hunting. Probably your, your normal regulations. Probably the smallest you can use is probably like a seventeen or something like that. Yeah, the, the largest right. you can. Probably I would just use be is. curious to see the strategy. Like, what is your approach? <laughs> I don't know how I would like, hunt. You know what I mean? Like, you're gonna go find them. Like, I got one. <laughs> walk around. <laughs> yeah, I don't. The only thing we, I can think of is walking around looking for them, scurrying around places. I don't. Dude, I don't really that know. Happened. Johnny this Johnny year. Johnny shot rifle. One, yeah. Oh yeah, them. I forgot about that. I have them season, right? on my phone a picture I took in bear season where this porcupine just stood there. Yeah, he never moved. He let me walk within ten yards of him. Yeah. So I don't know if you just walk through the woods and look for him. That that's the only thing I can think of. They seem to be somewhat nocturnal. I would I would think that they'd be a little bit nocturnal. I mean, but. You gotta think too. People can hunt raccoons at night and things like that too. That's Going true. Going out with a spotlight and spotting their right. eyes and shooting them like that. Probably there are certain too. things. Coyotes. Coyotes the same you way. Have coyotes you can do at that too. Yeah. So yeah. That's that's a real possibility. I don't know if they fall under that category. I've never looked it up. <laughs> I, I have no idea. You could shoot them at night. Though. I don't know. I don't think you can. I, I, I think because like a daytime definitely can't. Yeah. Whenever they talk can. about it, they only talk about coyotes. What for hunting at night? Yeah, well, raccoons. you can hunt raccoons at night. Well, yeah, that too. I mean, yeah, raccoons, but that's like that's but almost under the fur barrel that's category. You know, look at that's that. different. Porcupines. I don't think any of us are like really knowledgeable about this. So <laughs> no. Let's right, move on from that topic. Okay, so, know what we're talking so about. where I was going with that, I wanted to go back through each category and give a yay and nay around the table. So rifle season opening on Saturday after Thanksgiving, putting you all on the spot. Yay or nay, Anthony? Yay. Yay. Russ? Yay. 
Jess? Yeah. I'm going to be the only one. No, I agree. Yay. I agree. Yeah, That's the right. thing. I'm going to get an extra day to hunt. Yeah. Not have For to take a day reasons, off. For selfish reasons, I would say to. no, but I agree with everyone else. I like, like it. to me, you know, you guys are all going to be at camp. That's two days that I miss. So I'll right. be a little salty about it. But I agree, like for everybody else, that it, you know, it's definitely a good thing. Yeah. Okay. Expanding the mid-October muzzleloader special firearms. I think we're all nay there. I'm nay on Okay. Increasing the two weeks uh, length of the statewide archery bear season and shifting it to two weeks following the muzzleloader season. Yay or nay? Jess. Um, I didn't start with you. Time out. Jess. Switch up order. Fourth and fifth week of. They're increasing archery. bear archery to two weeks. They're just adding a week. And it's in deer season. Yeah. During deer season. During deer, ar- deer archery season. Yeah. Yay? Rough. I'm a strong yeah. gay on that. Yeah, I'm a yay on that. I mean. Strong gay. I'm it's just very gay. hard to kill a bear. Yeah. It's super hard yeah. to kill so, a bear. I think I'm just an average yay, not a strong yay. I'm I strong. think they should be in the whole six-week season of archery. <laughs> Yeah. I, I think that'd be cool. Because awesome. like we said, you're using the same equipment. Right. You're yep. hunting in the same way. It doesn't really change. It doesn't affect seen, anything. I've never been walking through the woods and running to an archery guy and be like, hey, you seen any bear out there? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a good point on that is we know people who have seen them in deer archery. Yes. Yeah. You, we, we all have. We could I have. harvested a couple bear if they were throughout oh, the season. Oh, my goodness. I had yeah. one at my... Only a couple. Yeah, I had one at the base of my tree. Big yeah. old sow. So yeah. Sam... Yeah, my our dad. dad. Oh my gosh, he's seen so many bear. In now we're talking over how many years now we've had a few opportunities yeah. throughout the whole season. Right. I don't think it'd be that ridiculous to make the whole archer season bear. Because it's not really going to change things. People are still no. going to do the same, same way, but they are going to buy a tag. Yeah. Because right. your chances just. It. Because be I'm still going to sit yeah. in my stand the same way, but if one happens to walk by, I have an opportunity. Here we go. Yeah. yeah. I bet you start selling yeah. more crossbows too. Guaranteed. Uh, that's Guaranteed. True. That is true. And then we'll have some crossbow pushing deer or bear hunting. Can we? Oh, can we fix the word to cross gun? Cross, cross gun, gun hunting, bear hunting, pushing with my twenty five guys. Oh, oh man, sorry. Okay. That might create a whole new animal. <laughs> and that's it. That's really it. I mean, that's what they're they're proposing. None of this is set in stone. Well, it they may did, not you, go through it all. Been, okay, we did the last one. We did it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I did put what from the website just that, you know, the public may offer comments on all proposed 2019-20 seasons and bag limits as well as other board actions. So your voice does actually matter in these situations. So if you are upset about something or you really favor something, you should reach out to the proper people and, and contact them let them know. Yeah, reach out to the game commission let them know. Yeah, and the, the next another. quarterly meeting is scheduled to be held April 8th and 9th. So. Yep. Moving on to more or less law-changing proposals. Yeah. This is mostly focused around fluorescent orange requirements, yeah. from what I understand. And I think we're going to get a pretty positive uh, positive group here, positive conversation. So the first point, fluorescent orange requirements. The proposal would eliminate the requirement to wear fluorescent orange at any time while archery hunting for deer or bear. This would eliminate all overlap periods when archery hunters are required to wear varying amounts of fluorescent orange while moving or post-orange material while in a fixed position. I'll start that one off right now. I'm 100% for that because it's not that I don't want to wear orange when there's guns out in the, out in the woods, but I just, it's more things that I have to carry in and carry out when I'm going. It's not a ton of weight, but it's just, it's more of a pain than anything. A. B. What if you forget it? 
Now you gotta go the whole way back mm-hmm. home, get your orange, and then go back out. You might be late into the stand. That's happened to me before. You know, that's, that's just big. The number of hunters out in the woods with a gun at that time of the year, also, it's so slim, in my opinion. It's not like the opening day of rifle season or anything like right. that, where there's guys every mm-hmm. 40 yards or whatever. Right. You're lucky to hear a gunshot. Right. I yeah. mean, I've, I've never heard a gunshot when I've been archery hunting, wearing the orange into the woods and posting it when I've been out there. I've seen guys walking through, but. Right. That's even been few and far between. So now think about this also. All the new law proposals or season proposals and changes. There's so many changes going on every year season-wise. Now you have to remember what season's in. What are my orange requirements? They're changing all the time. It's going to cause mass confusion. And that's the main reason why they are proposing these fluorescent orange changes. To simplify it. Not to make it any less safe for hunters. But right from the website... Commissioner said the changes are intended to clear up the complexity of existing fluorescent orange requirements, which each year result in a significant number of violations de- detected by state game wardens. Yep. So this is like their number one thing that they're they're busting people on is their orange requirements. Yeah, yeah. and that just <clears throat> it's kind of a needless thing, honestly. And I will people, say from personal it's... experience, we're driving out one day, heading out to one of our spots, and he's like, "Hey, do we need to have orange on today?" I can't remember, you know. If it's this day or it's not, and he's trying to get all of his dad, trying to ask, and I'm look trying to look it up. It's not an easy thing to look up. It's when not an you, easy thing to look I'm up. I'm looking at all. everywhere trying to find like, is yeah. there just set dates? Mm-hmm. And it's all like it's not easy to find. It's all verbiage. Yes. Yeah. It's all verbiage. Like, I need wow, black this and white. season's in, you must wear <laughs> this much orange. While this season's in, you must watch this much. Mm-hmm. I wish they would go to a vest and a hat. In the verbiage, rather than inches wow, or three hundred and sixty yeah. cubic yeah. inches of yeah. like, whatever. I mean, that just come on, be real. Yeah, I think. I think personally, Austin, I don't know what that means. Just tell time. me, I need a vest I, and I, a hat. That's yeah. all. Yeah. <laughs> we all know what that means. I just need a hat. Do I need a hat or do I need a hat and vest? <laughs> yeah, simple. Or when simple. it says this date to this date. This is what you have to wear. Right. Yeah. Not like I have to read a paragraph and then I think about, okay, now what did that all mean? Yeah. And does it apply to me? Well, especially now <laughs> yeah. that they don't give you the books anymore either. Right. You yeah. have to actually go out and find this I information. I still buy a book. I, I still buy a book right and I on read my phone. It. I have an app. Yeah. I, I disagreed with that. I like yeah. to have it from but the... You have that, like you said, you have an app. Yeah. Okay, so you have it at your fingertips still. You don't have to give them money for it. Just give the books away. Right. You yeah. want people to follow the laws. Make it easy on yeah. them. Don't yeah. charge them Well, you're them paying for, for the it. license. Yeah. Give me the book. Yeah. Right. It cost you all of what to... To print. Yeah. to give them. $60, yeah. $80 every year between tags and everything yeah. all combined. Mm-hmm. Give me the three-cent book. It's not even a picture out. book. There's no 3D. Nothing pops <laughs> out. I mean, it's <laughs> <Right>. terrible. <laughs> Who needs that fancy It's not even regular paper. It's like newspaper. It's gray and white. It's terrible. But I do like, I am a strong yay for this one. Yeah, I, I am mm-hmm. sick of wearing orange in the woods when, when I have a bow in my hand. I think yeah. Austin nailed it. I'm just going to piggyback out. And I agree. Dude, I'm seeing this right here. This is exactly what I'm talking about. 250 square inches of daylight for us and orange material <laughs> yeah. on the head, chest, get back. There yet. <laughs> what is Yeah, but I just saw <laughs> that. I'm like, my tape measure visible and, uh... from 360 degrees. How am I supposed to really like just be like, yeah, I have 250 inches on? Right. How are you really going to measure that out? It no. tells you head, back, and chest. Yeah. yeah. But get out of here. That's can't we like, just say vest and hat? That's what I'm saying. Right. Like, just simplify yeah. it. Make it a vest. A vest. Or, you know, coveralls, Visible 360. Anything. Yeah. Yeah, that's just killing me. We're just give a minimal requirement. Bases, but okay. I'm for it, too. I mean, 
Yeah, I had get I rid figured. of the confusion. Yeah, if yeah. you don't feel safe walking in the woods without it, wear it. Wear and it. that's what they yeah. say. It's up to you. Yeah, still they, you can. They put it right on there, right. even though you are not required. You are strongly, strongly. I mean, if you feel unsafe, you're strongly. Oh, basically, I'm losing the word. Encouraged. Yeah. Encouraged. Thank <laughs> you, my goodness. I knew you were fishing for it. Yeah, I was fishing for it hard. And I'm like looking at all of you, like, help me. Help. I don't want to sound like an idiot. Help me. Encouraged to wear orange. So, well, With being encouraged, if you are hunting your... Now he wants to say the word. Your private property, right? Yeah. You're hunting a private property you only have permission on, why don't you wear orange walking in? Yeah. I agree with that, too. Yeah. I mean, even yeah. if this doesn't go through, look yeah. at that. I mean, right. like you have a private like land. 10 acre piece of, that you only have permission on is posted. Like, why do you got to wear orange? Just because, in? I mean, just because you wouldn't do that, though. There are people out there that true. do whatever they want. And, you know, it could be your property and somebody that you don't even know is out there. That's true, too. That's yeah. very true. Yeah. That's a big problem mm-hmm. in Pennsylvania. People trespassing. For sure. Even if it's posted, there's still people trespassing. Yeah, doesn't matter to them. Yeah, how can we pr- propose a law that we uh, maybe make some stricter I saw that. That's laws? actually that what Illinois one thing that it. you don't have on here that I saw. They are proposing stricter laws for trespassers this year. They must have had it deep in there because I've read it pretty well twice. Yeah, I read that yesterday. Actually. I read it. There's things you go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and they don't like have that. to post it. No, it without is, it being posted, if it's not your property, you're not allowed on it. and You, you are, are required to know. You have the possibility of going to prison. I do like yeah. us being protected a little bit, though. You know? <laughs> well, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, we see a big buck on a yeah. piece of property. And, well, there ain't no posted sign. <laughs> there ain't no building 150 I mean, yards. I get it. If it's posted, then yeah, you should be fined. Yeah, sure. the not posted thing would start to, that would get, that if it's might posted, get a little you should bad. be fined. But I if agree. it's yeah. not posted, you get benefit of the doubt and just don't do it again. But posted... The whole way around, too. Yes. I just post it on the road, and then if I access from a neighboring property. Or valid posted signs. Valid signs. I made these myself, and I don't even own this property. Yeah. But that happens, too. Mm -hmm. People post property they don't own just so people want on it. Sidebar on this. This, When I read that, it was actually so there was a senator this year that proposed Sunday hunting, strongly opposed on it. That's the opposition he got. It was 75% opposition on this. Part of that bill was, let me read here real quick. Um, oh shit, I was just looking at it. Yeah, I know. We should give, we should give the senator a shout <laughs> okay, out. Okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, what was his name? He's the man. So it's, um. Send him a free hat. Yeah. So it's an increase, <laughs> increased penalties for trespassing on hunting property mm-hmm. is also in that bill, but that's gonna be. I mean, dude, that's a good bill. I think Who's it shooting is. that down? It's Senator Dan Laughlin. Is that is Dan Lawton is the man? Is, is that, that Stacey the one who proposed this? He's the man. Yeah, he is the man. Wait, so is that our state representatives? That's our, one that? of our senators, not Same. our state rep. Who did that go through that it got shut down? Was it the House or something? It's probably or the, the House. Well, so no, saying. it'd be the, it'd be the Senate because he's a senator. Senators I would think, or does have it has to go to the House it has first to go to the and House then first. Senate? Yeah, so yeah, American civics. Yeah, I don't know government because <laughs> we only have so many senators. We don't have very many senators. Right, that has to go through our house at the annual meeting in the fall of 2018. 75 percent of men- me- members indicated opposition to Sunday hunting. I don't get it. I want to know if they hunt. I was saying probably not. <laughs> no, and they're we'll making our no. rules. That's the that's the funny part. And they yeah. say that everywhere. Say Just do it as a trial period. Honest. See yeah. how it goes. Have the Sunday hunting. That's going to get your license sales up. Oh yeah. 
It's just everybody else is doing it, and it's working out just fine. We're one of two states, us and Delaware, and nobody hunts in Delaware. <laughs> so we have nothing in common with Delaware. <laughs> we want to have a listener we from Delaware. Co- hey, we are a commonwealth with them. Okay. Well, yeah. Massachusetts is a commonwealth. They have freaking Sunday Did hunting. You guys, and you should get a couple other PA like hunting pages to do a poll among hunters. Oh, hunters and PA, what they Just thought of it. It'd be one hundred percent for yeah, it. it I, I don't think the it'd be people. 100%. I don't think it'd be one hundred percent. It'd be really. Listen, high. I've been on that Pennsylvania hunting website on Facebook. Okay, I'm no longer a member for very good reasons. Uh, I was not kicked off. I left freely. Okay. <laughs> that sounded bad. They would always they would always propose that there'd be people on there throwing up. Oh, who's for and against Sunday hunting? And the amount of people that are against it would very much so surprise that you. That blows my mind. I honestly. just want to know why. Uh, a deer need an extra day of rest. I mean, <laughs> the dumbest excuse I've ever heard in my life. Deer so don't coyotes, go to coyotes don't chase them on Sundays. Right. Bears don't eat them on Sundays. Yeah, they're just hanging out. Like, what's up, on dude? Sunday. Yeah. But for most people. <laughs> They get their rest Monday through Friday because they're at work. And let's really put this put this in proportion. That's how I put think it in proportion. That. You got a six week archery season. There's about six days extra. You got a two week rifle season. Now could be three days oh, extra, extra with mm-hmm. these proposed. And then you have your extended archery season that it's runs two and a half weeks. Two and a half weeks. So you're talking another two, two or three. three days. You're now talking about twelve days. Yeah, that's it. Total. 12 oh, yeah. days to That's increase Sundays to increase your out of state sales mm-hmm. through the roof because nobody's coming here we have one of the the better valued out of state licenses and nobody wants to come here because they're not going to come here and waste a day not hunting yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. you know yep. and especially people from neighboring states that could just cross the border on a weekend spend right. a whole weekend here those people, if they could hunt Saturday and Sunday, would be so much more inclined to but buy a license. But they're going to jump over to Ohio or anywhere else where Correct. you get yeah. Saturday jump, and Sunday. They're going to go right past us. Yep. I mean, I'm not the only person ever affected by this, but out of this group, I was probably more affected than anybody here. Mm-hmm. I have three sits. They were Saturdays. I could have had this six. That's a good point. Go ahead. could have had six. Okay. Yeah, 50% what, increase. And what did you end up doing? What do you mean? You bought an Ohio license. Exactly. I bought an Ohio license for the sole purpose. Just to hunt on Sundays. On Sundays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The sole purpose. Because yeah. that's the thing. Early archery. Okay. You might get out a couple times during the week. If you can, you know, let's say you work till three o'clock. Mm-hmm. You can get home, get a couple hours in. Most people don't. Like I was, you know, I was able to because I have a flexible schedule. Most people, Saturday is their day or they're using vacation days and not everybody has a lot of vacation days to spare. Yep. Yeah, like him. He's working until yeah. Yeah. late and at night. It's not just me. Like, yeah. all my coworkers. Or how many Saturdays did you work? I, right. I did work, a, like, a good amount of Saturdays. But every Saturday I had off, I also had that Sunday off. That's what I'm saying. If you couldn't yeah. get out Saturday, now you have another day. Right. And the thing is, Big I'm time. not the only person. No. I hear all my friends talking. Yeah. Do you archery hunt? Nah, I don't archery hunt. I work construction in PA. We we can't hunt on Sunday. Take, yeah. I mean, dude, you're you're talking about a, lot, a of lot of employees in PA. It's touching thousands of yep. people. Take, just it, take it a field. step farther. Yes. <laughs> take it one step farther. The number one issue in hunting right now in the United States is hunter recruitment. Oh, big time. Okay. Kids go to school Monday through Friday. Yeah. yeah. Kids yep. that play sports have sporting events Monday through Friday and, and Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. No Sundays. When I was in high school playing sport, I would hunt. One Saturday evening a week. Yeah. How many kids want to go out for one Saturday evening a week and say they don't see a deer? And How on do you top get of that, their parents have to be weeks. off work. You know, right. 
I didn't hunt in high school. I didn't do then because, you know, I didn't have, if you don't have people all around you that are all about that life, so you know it and you're like, you know, you can't wait till you get your chance to get out there. Not everybody's like that. So you're somebody that gets two hours every week to maybe try to do this. Your interest is not going to be that high. Yeah. How much fun is that for you? Unless you have a pressure, you know, that you're seeing that your whole life and you're like, yeah, this is my chance to do this. But most people, that's not the case. That's not the case. And I like Charles's point. During the season stuff, soccer's going on, football's football, going on. basketball. All of that. Those kids have games Friday night, Saturday. They practice every day after school. Every day after yeah. school. What's the one day you don't practice? What's the one day you don't practice? Sunday. 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 Everybody's off on Sundays. Yep. It just makes sense to me, and I wish they would just at least give it an opportunity. Well, Try do, it for archery only. They want to do logically. Sundays, though, you know, the rest day. Well, to me, one of the most relaxing things I could possibly do sit in a stand. is go sit in a stand. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. It's for the people that don't hunt. Yeah. That is it. It is the yeah. people that do not hunt that oppose it. And how much it. does it actually affect them? More the majority, I should say, that oppose it are the people that do not hunt. I agree with Austin. Try it for archery. Or try, archery or try it something. for small game. We talked about yeah, this. Bring it in for game small game. Run a trial just like you do with, you did with semi-automatic rifles. We'll yeah. get to it. Uh, they brought it in for small game and coyotes, coyotes yeah. but not big game. Obviously, it's going well. I've never heard anything bad about it. Yeah. They proposed no again to bring it in for big game. Yep. And we'll get there because that's like, that's coming up. Hey, don't ruin the surprise. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't want this whole episode. This this topic was pretty much waiting to explode oh, on yeah. our podcast. And I wasn't trying to bring it up at that point, <laughs> but it just it made sense to bring it up it's at that point. It's, it's the one thing that's missing. It's the one thing that's missing on this. I'm they just won't even give it a chance. Gone, I know. It, it is. It covered just, the orange. Yeah. Let's go back to oranges. So the next one, the, the proposal also would eliminate the requirement for fall turkey hunters to wear fluorescent orange material. Boom. I'm for that. I'm for it. 100%. That actually almost cost us this year. It did. If we were not like 50 to 60 feet above these birds, yep. they would have They would have spotted us. Good chance they would have spotted me. Easy. Yep. If we were on level ground with these birds or anywhere within a hundred, you know, 200 yards. Oh, we were done. Well, they, they would have seen you. us way yeah. before we saw them. I mean, come on. We're just walking around with shotguns in our hands, you know? Yeah, and I mean, fall turkey, you got to find the birds. You have yeah. to walk. You're not sitting there in the spring and calling You're them You're not calling you. them in. Exactly. Really, unless so, you... So, yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm definitely for that. 100%. I don't see why you need it. Yeah, I don't either. You know, even if... The, I don't know. I see you needing it if you're small game hunting and it turns into a turkey hunt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you're you're shooting squirrels and rabbits and whatever else. Wear your, wear your damn orange, but... Other than that, turkey hunting, if you're actually going out for the sole purpose of turkey hunting, you don't want to be wearing orange. That makes right. sense to me Agreed. to get rid of it. But uh, I, think, too good. I think yeah. turkeys can see orange, right? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> you can probably see it pretty good. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to that next big bold point. This you one already is, mentioned it once. So. This one's long. Okay. And I don't think this says anything. Uh, this is just what, these are a couple things that didn't change, actually, I believe. So hunters in deer, bear, elk, firearm seasons, small game seasons, and hunting coyotes during daylight hours with open deer, within open deer, bear, elk, firearm seasons, would continue with the requirement to wear orange at all times, 250 square inches of daylight fluorescent orange material on the head, chest, and back of mind, visible from 360 degrees. Right. Woodchuck hunters also would continue to be required to wear a solid they fluorescent have have orange hat at yeah. all times. So those woodchuck hunters that are listening, we got you, bro. Woodchuck. Uh, <laughs> and basically, they're just saying all the other seasons would not be affected by the fluorescent orange requirements. Right. And you're all. this is one that I should have starred and highlighted 
the requirement to post orange while deer, bear, or elk hunting from an enclosed blind would also remain. Which means you have to wear orange oh my on God. your blind. I am so sick of Do it. first day of rifle. Oh. It was raining this year. Everybody was in blinds. Nobody had orange. You talk yeah. about safety. You talk That's about so safety. Safe yeah. You talk I, about getting shot. I was 50 yards from a guy and had ground. no clue. And you could have easily shot in his direction. Mm. Easily. A hundred times. Yes. We pushed deer right, right between them. Yeah. Nobody yeah. knew he was there. No. I told you guys that guy was there. You st- you got startled because you yeah. walked right up. I walked him. right to him. Yeah. He was 50 very, yards away in a very blind. Very dangerous. Two years ago, we walked up on a guy pushing. I had no clue he was there. Yeah. There's no benefit no to doing that. No. There's not literally not, no benefit. The deer to are not going to see the That's orange what I'm above your blind. I promise you. <laughs> no, no, they're not. Please post it. Something. Just be safe. Have common sense. It's and it really, has to be visible. really what it is. Just have common yes. sense. That needs to be more strictly enforced. Yeah. Yeah. Common sense. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, though, <laughs> if you're off, you can't see it from the road usually, so I'd have to be in the woods to enforce it. Yeah, that's yeah. true. They'd have to get out of there. I mean, but if you were to, if you as a hunter were to file a complaint, there should be a pretty hefty <laughs> fine. You well, mean, then, whenever you're somebody gets hurt, you're talking about potentially killing somebody. It's for their then own, own damn good. good yeah. To be honest, yeah, with you. that's not good. It's for their own good. Killing someone and doing nothing wrong. Yes. If yeah. I if they made yeah. all orange blinds, I would buy one. Completely like, a, like an orange camo. One hundred percent orange, just orange, plain yeah, orange. I, agree. I mean, especially when you're hunting in the snow. First off, orange is a really good color to be wearing when there's snow all over everything. In my opinion, it's better it stands out a lot less than camouflage does. Yeah. I was in all orange one time and I had a little buck literally five yards away from me feeding, had no clue I was there. Well they don't see orange, especially if it's right. orange with a breakup pattern on it, you're invisible. Agreed. And think I mean, about it, it you're, you're it sitting on the ground within everything else is white, so a very bright color. That bright white and that bright orange, yep. they they just blend. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I mean I know what I've you're always, saying. I've I, always I, seen it that way. Especially if there's a glare. But yes. yeah. I know so, exactly what you're talking about. I get that. So please. Just wear orange. Wear your orange. Don't be... If if you're required to wear your orange, wear your orange. Don't like, be dumb. Dude, wrap yeah. your tree. Something. Seriously. I mean, you're talking like 50 yards away with a 308. Hang an orange and we have flag no out of your backpack Take your something. orange jacket. An extra we're orange jacket. Like, no idea that person's there. Just stupid. Yep. That's, that's just idiotic. These are just our opinions, people. They're not anything to keep, like... But wear your orange. But wear your orange. <laughs> no, that's not an opinion. That was a law. That's that's yeah, a law. There's that's a, a law. A lot proposed law. We're no, talking, no, 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 we're, no, no. They're saying with the proposed laws, this one doesn't change. That's already a law. Okay, yeah, yeah that's wear your yeah. orange right. on it. Yeah, that right. is already a we're law. We're just giving our opinion based off of people what who are not following it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this year with people that were not putting orange on their blinds, and it drove me nuts because right. it, it is not safe for me, and it's not safe for them. And I do not want to accidentally shoot somebody. I do not woods. want that conscience because you didn't put orange around your tree. Yeah. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah. I got to live with it. And your family has to live with it. And everybody else all because how you were afraid a deer was going to see you from 200 yards away with a little piece of orange. Yeah. yeah. Deer ain't worth your life, people. Trust me. We love deer hunting more than a lot of people. They are not worth my life. Wear your damn safety harness, too. <laughs> yes. While we're at it, wear your safety harness. Don't be dumb. If you leave it in a truck, go back to the truck and get it. It's not worth falling out of your tree and breaking your back and nope. never hunting again. I I don't climb a tree without a safety harness. I won't do it. I'm with you. If you have the extra funds, buy a lifeline, even. Yeah. Be connected to that tree at all times. Like, we wear a lineman's belt. We're connected at all yep. times. Just be safe. Have common sense. Don't. Do something that's negligent that's going to hurt you or hurt somebody else. I mean, that's just, it's dumb. Just remember, it's fun. 
It's fun. Like if your hobby, yeah, it's not worth. I've heard too many stories damages. people falling out of yeah. trees and dying. It I is, heard of a guy last year fell out of a tree. He's lucky. He broke his back, but he's lucky. He still can hunt. He's gonna be make a full recovery, but that doesn't happen. I got a, I got a bad story day. for you. I was talking to sheriff's deputy. I know uh, Jason Manfred. Yeah, yeah. He was telling me this guy was in walking in the woods. His father was a little bit elderly, not old, 60, 70, You know. He was in his stand this sat. It was either the week before or the day before fixing his stand for rifle like he does every. He was in there Saturday fixing his stand for rifle for Monday. He climbed to the top, didn't put on his harness. He was just like, I don't know if he was tightening it or making sure everything was Probably okay. Probably readjusting something. But dude, he fell and died and his son found him. Uh, How terrible. terrible. That's terrible. And that's, that's his past year. Yeah. It's not worth it. Because yeah, he told us that story literally right as we were going. Yeah, you were there. Yeah, I'm like, Oh, that's and a like, great right, guys, story. Be safe. <laughs> yeah, thanks that, for that. Uh, that honestly, very, like, that's that's terrible. Is it worth real, it? You're, you're yeah. adjusting your stand for deer hunting, and you fall and die. It's not worth it. Well, Russ and Jess have left, have left us. I think they had to take a bathroom break. But should we move on? Let's move on yep. to the next one. It's a pretty, it's a big one. We already know the result of it, yeah, but we, we let's throw it out too. there because it was proposed last year. Had about half of it go through. They reproposed it this year and. Well, I'll what are they read talking it. about? You I'll go read it. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll read it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> we all know. So it's the semi-automatic rifles being considered for big game hunting. Now, last year when they proposed it, it people were up in arms about this. Nobody, well, some people wanted it. A majority of people didn't want it. I agree with it for coyote hunting and small game hunting and even using semi-automatic shotguns for deer hunting. Totally for that. I'm not for people going out in rifle season just because they have an AR and just spray them lead all over the place when they see a deer. That can be negligent. Now, if there is a magazine capacity associated with that, it still can be dangerous, but it's not as dangerous. And that's what they did propose, I think, with five rounds still. Yeah, yeah. But still, five rounds in consecutive order can be very dangerous come rifle season. It's already dangerous enough. I get freaked Mm -hmm. out with people with bolt guns and pumps and stuff. Because it just sounds like a war already. Dude, it's a very high caliber round. They high go, caliber those round. Those bullets go very far. They go very, very far. And now if you have somebody who's boom, 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 shooting that fast at a deer that's moving, not really paying attention to what's beyond that because they're just trying to get another shot off, another shot off, that just, I don't know. It can be very scary in my opinion. I mean, think about our drives. These are just how we hunt. You know, other people do it differently. Say if we have four shooters and they each have five rounds... They have 20 rounds that they can dispose in seconds. But at the same mm-hmm. time, if they're running a bolt gun or something like that, they have to rack that bolt, oh, and yeah. they're looking it, again. Exactly. I agree. They're not just keeping the gun up to their shoulder, boom, 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 just mm-hmm. not you have spraying to refi- praying, basically. You have to refine the deer in your scope, which is right. very challenging when mm-hmm. they're running away from you. You're talking never breaking eye, con- eye contact right. from that deer. Right. That, that was kind of my whole thing on it, was you're going to be looking the entire time through a scope, so you're only seeing what's ahead of that deer through your scope. Are you going to stop whenever your scope hits orange as you're pulling the trigger? No. But when you have to rack another shell, like you said, Austin, you have to take that scope away from your eye. And you're looking again. to get- And you're looking with both eyes again, so you're yep. seeing your entire surrounding again rather than just what's through that scope. Right. And then you're pulling your gun back up and you're shooting. Yeah, I understand. When you pull the trigger, it's just what's in your scope. But when you have to rack another shell, your peripherals come back in, you open both eyes back up, 
you can see everything. So if you can see a guy that might be walking down yep. the woods towards where your deer's running towards, you know. That's my biggest thing. If if there were more hunters that were, I don't want to say better hunters, because that's not really what I'm trying to say. But if there were more hunters that were incredibly gun conscious, making sure where their muzzle's pointed, making sure that they're, they have the whole view in their sight when they're shooting, that would be a different thing. Yeah. But you're going to have every Tom, Dick, and Harry with an AR coming out. Not necessarily, I mean, I'm very conscious when we do deer drives who we're doing deer drives with, because mm-hmm. if I don't know you, I'm not doing a deer drive with you, because I don't know how you are with a gun. And dude, let's right. be honest, you get a heck of an adrenaline rush. When you have an adrenaline rush, you're already not as... Right. You're, yeah, you're laser, you're almost laser yeah. focused on the deer. Exactly. Right? Let alone having five consecutive shots. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that it not, there are responsible people who could definitely manage that, but man, you're talking, this is your first time. The adrenaline rush is going to be incredible, and you're just you're Spraying not lead. you're not going to not look at that deer the entire time. There's too many people in the woods that time of year to have Agreed. that. You, first of all, it already sounds like a war zone. That's, yeah. That was my main it, point. It's already gunshots everywhere. Just imagine what it would be if there was consecutive. Here's my thought on it. I don't think anybody that's using what we're allowed to use now as a qualified rifle would say that they would benefit more by using a semi-automatic rifle. Semi-automatic rifle. However, I think, and I try not to stereotype here, but I think you're going to draw in a whole different crowd of people when you're talking the gun nuts and the guys that just want to go out and kill something. Yeah. And again, I don't want to stereotype that to be the people, but you're going to get a new crowd with this. That's the whole point of doing it, right? I was you're, trying you're not to say that, but... Right. But and, that's the reality of it. Right. And do I think it would be fun to go out and shoot a deer with my AR? Absolutely. It'd be a blast. But right. I'm more prone to take my bolt gun out and just do it like I always and have. And that's, that's not to knock the people in other states who are responsible. Right. Exactly. That's what I was trying to say. If people yeah. are responsible, exactly. that's a whole different story. Completely different just story. Just think the PA pressure and rifle mm-hmm. season just not worth it. I just, I know too many of those hunters already yeah. that when you put <laughs> that semi-automatic in their hand... Welcome back, guys. Uh, it's just gonna get, <laughs> it's gonna get really dangerous. Make I know me too nervous. many people. Like, just I know them in. personally. We're on the semi-automatic yeah, topic. That would right make now. me nervous. We've kind of all talked for a minute. What are your guys' opinions on it? How do you feel about it? They're unnecessary. I think it's unnecessary. That's but. exactly it. Those are the things that would make me nervous. Of exactly like you said. Like I know certain people that it's just. I'm not comfortable yeah, with you this, walking around having that. Yeah. This isn't a war. This is no. hunting. There's certain people I'm not comfortable doing drives with with bolt action. Yeah. Right. Now you put that in their hand, that's a whole new ball game. Give them a semi-auto and I'm really scared. They have to walk around without their safeties on. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a problem with people that don't know anything about gun safety. Yeah. That's just one of those things that I'm not, you know, it's not saying that there's anybody out there that intentionally wants to do that, but accidents do happen and you're just increasing the chances of there being something that goes wrong. Right. Right. That's my big thing. we We brought up as well the point that when you have a semi-automatic, you never have to leave your eyes from the scope. So when you have a running deer, you're not opening right. and you're not Mm-mm. reloading and reassessing your surrounding between right. each shot. You're just blasting shots off. That's the danger. That's yes. the danger part. Now, people are, a lot Television. of people are very responsible with semi-automatics and let's not take anything from those guys because I'm sure they would really enjoy doing it. But is hunting with a regular gun not easy enough already? Yes, it is. You're kind of taking away from even the word of, of hunting, giving any kind of challenge to it. Yeah. Um, and I, I just don't, there's never going to be a time where I think that that is necessary. The deer aren't trying to attack you. 
Right. Yeah. <laughs> their life is not threatened. I've seen um, some YouTube videos. I and there are <laughs> there's plenty of people that would be fine with them. I agree. I know the people yeah. that would be amazing with them, and I think and I would, I know the people I would that would be them. terrible. And I know the people that would be using them just to kind of show off and that just want to sh- kill a deer to say they killed a deer. Right. And, you know, they'd shoot six deer and leave four of them laying, and I, I can't mm-hmm. live with that. I can't live with that either. That's just... That's another part mm-hmm. of the assessing the situation after a shot. If you're continually shooting through the scope... Now, I don't know what kind of semi they'd be using, but let's say it's a 308 or something that's going to put a little shock. Oh, yeah. And you got a group of six deer running through, and you shoot at one. When that gun shocks, you're still losing them out of scope momentarily mm-hmm. and refining them, and you don't know which one you shot at. So when you just go right back into your scope, you might be trying to shoot as fast as possible. You might already killed that deer, and it's laying on the right. ground, and you jump back in your scope, and there's still five more running, and you think you didn't have any of them. I just don't, yeah. I don't see you that end up being doing practical. that, and that would be bad. That'd be terrible. And you It'd shoot be another terrible. one, and you got one tag. So what do you do? You either take them both illegally or leave one lay illegally. Either way, you're in a bad spot. Mm-hmm. So I think we're all nay on that one. Yeah. I'm, I'm a nay on that one, to be honest with you. Pretty much nay everybody else I talk to. Too. Not I kind of like yeah. how it is right now. Keep it for coyotes and small game. and, and you know, yeah. okay yeah. If you want to build your great guns, use them on coyotes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and that's fine. I, yeah. There's no opposition to the coyote part of it. Mm-mm. Yeah. I'd almost... Uh, I wouldn't mind going out and actually some of the people I'm thinking of and asking them what their thoughts on this are. I wouldn't mind getting that perspective. Ask, ask a couple of non-hunters who have ARs. That's what I'm thinking. Well, yeah. I don't know many of them, but... I know quite I, a few of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just I can think of five right now. But are those same five people, would they be hunters if they were allowed to use their AR? No. That's what I'm talking about. I don't think I know that specific person. The people I'm thinking of are You're- people that already hunt like idiots with guns, <laughs> and then you put a, an AR in their hand. Yeah. Because they're going to use like, it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, guaranteed. Those are the people I'm thinking of. I'm not... I don't... I don't know. It just it worries me sometimes, but there's a lot of irresponsible people that don't. Um, By yeah, the way, just it. don't like, need more responsibility. That's what I'm saying. Like it's yeah. just there's a lot of people that just they might not even realize that they are, but the same people that not every people puts their safety on. You know, I've been yeah. around plenty of people that I'm nervous just walking in the woods with them normally, right? Because on your day to day life, I see the decision making that you have, and it's not that great. <laughs> and that's not to say that a majority of people. Who do rifle hunt right now, if they took a semi-automatic rifle out in the woods, that they wouldn't be responsible. We're mm-hmm. not saying that at all. No. We're you're just, just increasing the chances You're increasing of chances happening. of something happening. That, that's all I'm saying. There's accidents. too many people in the woods for yeah. that many shots to be going off. And you don't at, need no. better odds with a high-powered rifle. No. Here. No, no. I, I agree with you, Austin, but I've watched some really cool out-of-state videos with AR hunts. They're also it's, a lot less hunter density, too. I agree. Yeah. It's not to knock right. them, but I, I no. agree. I'm a hard nay. Hard nay. Yeah. Not when you're this populated and there's yeah. that many people out. Yeah, there's just too many people it's out. It's kind of hard to compare our, our yeah. process to someone else's. There's other states where it's completely... Yeah. You know, I mean, I guess it. you think of Wisconsin? What? Wisconsin's one state. They have a lot of hunters yeah. similar to us, but I'm thinking of other states like Kansas. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you're allowed to use a semi-auto there for rifle hunting, but how many... Yes. <laughs> there's a lot of hunters there, but their gun season, I mean... You might not see somebody for a mile or two. Yeah. You know well, that's I mean? kind of that's the same thing like... with Wisconsin. Is you have a lot of hunters, but the, the everything's so spaced mm-hmm. where yeah. it's not as Pennsylvania. Every piece well, of wood everybody's that you drive around, there's going to be a hunter in it. Yeah. Dude, and think like about three acre pieces. You're seeing somebody, right? Well, yeah. also think about private versus public land. Yeah, a lot of public mm-hmm. land in, in PA mm-hmm. where most people have to hunt. Yeah, you know, so there's a lot more. 
like you said, more of a density of hunters in specific areas. And those are people you don't know. Yeah. That's another big thing. You usually don't. I'm saying, like, it's one thing, you know, you're out with your hunting party, like, you know somebody else. But my big thing would be public lands and other places where, somebody I don't know who you are. I don't know how you do things. I don't know anything about you. And, you know, you could be the most irresponsible person on the planet, and then I am in your crosshairs. Bingo. Anyways, let's move on to the next topic. Oh, that by was, the way, when I said uh, when I said gun hunting was fun, that was just a friendly poke at gun hunters because I do hunt with a gun. But or, I'm sorry, that gun hunting was easy. That was just friendly poke. Gun hunting is not easy. It's really easy. It's so. not easy. <laughs> <laughs> hunt with a bow. Be a real man. It's not easy unless you hunt with a bow. Gun hunting is still very fun. I'm just way. kidding. But very gun hunting is fun. It doesn't compare to archery in any way, shape, or form, but it's funny. We're not going down that rabbit hole. I was just kidding, guys. Okay. So (laughs) here's what they they put. I wanted to read this. This is based on the semi-automatic rifles considered for big game hunting after they immediately shot it down. After receiving input from the public and key members of the General Assembly and noting the board already is considering several significant proposed changes, Pennsylvania Game Commissioner Brian Hoover today rescinded his direction to staff to develop language through which semi-automatic centerfire rifles could be included as lawful sporting arms in big game seasons. Mm-hmm. Now, before we comment, let's just make a point. If there was rum and coke in high school, I would have been the best popcorn reader ever. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I didn't mess up any of those words. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> so, a couple other points that I touched on um, that may be effective. Mentored hunting programs open to all ages. I love that. I do too. Mm-hmm. I really love that. And I think it was always open to youth. Youth 16 and younger. There almost. there I believe there was a mentored adult this Correct. year. Yeah, but it's still fairly adult. new, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's still very very new. Yeah, I like it. So with the change, youth up to 16 years of age can participate in the mentored youth program and those 17 and older can participate in the mentored adult program. Mm-hmm. So, that's pretty cool. I mean, just because you turn 18 doesn't mean you're not a hunt. Right here. Under Mm -hmm. the previous framework, there was no opportunity for those 12 to 17 to participate in a mentored program. Right. Because they're a youth hunter at that point. Yeah. So that's cool. Now, I like the fact of the matter of, say you have a kid that gets interested well after all the classes are done, well after, even even an adult, well after the hunting season's open and all the doe tags are gone and everything like that, they want to go out and try it. Yeah. You can transfer your tag to them. You can take them out. You have to be with them. Right. You're teaching them one-on-one. You know, they can use your tag and harvest dough, and it's the greatest thing ever. Now, next year, they go take their hunter safety course. They buy their own tags. You got them into it. Even if you mm-hmm. take them out again, you mm-hmm. know, it's just, I think it's a great program. I would agree. I know several. I know several people that this would benefit that always like, man, Big I time. want to get into hunting, and I'm like, come with me. Yeah. But they don't want to go through the safety course. They don't want to buy a yeah. license. Right. They don't want to go through all the steps. But this is kind of cool. Because this gives you the opportunity to get a taste for it. That yeah. Then you're more inclined to. Go. Right. I know I did that. Like, the hunter safety course, I didn't take it until I was 22. Yeah. Like, you know, I was older, 21, 22. I, you feel stupid. You know, I'm sitting there with my 12-year-old kids. <laughs> but it was something that, like, <laughs> I was point. around that and I just point. decided one day that I wanted to do. But that's because, you know, I had a little bit of taste for it. Yep. Yeah. Now, you're much more inclined if you go out, you're sitting in it. You know, you get to experience it. Maybe kill a deer. Yeah. Then you're definitely like, okay, I'm definitely doing this. And you're going to be, it it does. It grabs your attention more. I like it. 
I'm for that 110% because yeah. I know a lot of people that could benefit from this. Big time. And I think hunter recruitment, we go back to it time and time. This is huge. This is huge for hunter recruitment. I think so. And especially the older people. Like Jess said, that was a great point. People that are older that need to get their hunter safety course. And let's just make a quick comment. Doesn't matter what age you are, you need a hunter safety course yep. to hunt in right. Pennsylvania. That yep. is a law. If you're 18 or a older, you cannot just it's go like that buy in a, a lot license. Of states. You need it a hunter safety most, course. And they're really enforcing it in a lot of out of states, but Pennsylvania doesn't really mm-hmm. do it. Yeah, you can go to Walmart, and I know a dozen people. I went to Walmart and just bought one. I never got a hunter safety course. Okay, cool. That, that's and I'm highly against not, not doing it, because I'll say that... Uh, it's a good course. As much as, you know... Even at your age. There's a lot of stuff. I said, even at the, t- the age that I did it, I learned a lot. Because yeah. in actuality, I paid attention a lot more at 20 than right. I would have at 12. Oh, absolutely. Right. You point. know what I mean? You like, retained a lot more. I actually girls. remember Dude, everything. I couldn't tell that, you one thing. That's what I'm saying. I actually <laughs> I remember I was like scared to death everything I that I learned it. about that <laughs> then, you know, versus when you're 12. It wasn't a... You know, yeah, you kind of feel stupid for a minute. No, I didn't do the little activities they did outside where I'm like, I'm not pretending to jump over a fence or holding a gun. <laughs> yeah, like, I didn't do that. But it was. Like, I don't I don't think that, you know, people kind of look down on it where, oh, I'm not going to do that. But it right. was. Like, I, I don't think there's any reason you shouldn't. But I know there are a lot of people that don't know that you have to. They think, oh, I'm 18. The, over 18, I don't have to do that anymore. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, listen, it's like, check your ego. You're going to be there with 12-year-olds, but you can never not learn something. Guarantee you right. learn something that you didn't know. Guarantee Fantastic you know. point. Check your ego. Yep. You're going to be with 12-year-olds, get over it, mm-hmm. learn, and, and get in the woods. Yep. What is it, two-day course still? Like eight yep. hours, yeah. yep. maybe three or four the next day. Yep, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they change that. I think it's like two evenings <laughs> and like a Saturday. It's been a long time. Yeah. Five years yeah. Go for like a couple <laughs> hours and then like eight hours Saturday. Yep. It used to be Saturday, Sunday. It yeah. be all day Saturday, then you go on Sunday and you do your test. I right. took mine on a weekday and then on Saturday. That's how mine like was. Sunday yeah. was like, the second yeah. day was like a review. Yeah. If I remember right. You reviewed and then you and took, then you your, took test. your test. And then you took your test, yeah. And your the test day was, was a long day, but right. you know, it was good stuff. Yeah. I still remember it. Yeah. When I was 12, to be honest. I yeah. remember it. There was no air conditioning. I was sweating really <laughs> bad. I don't remember that much. <laughs> I just remember the guy always just kept mentioning, your muzzle. This is your muzzle. You never point it towards somebody. What is the first step when you pick up a gun? Check if it's loaded. Yeah. That was the, yeah, was over and over again. He kept pounding that down here. And the first question on the quiz was like, what is this part of the gun? Ooh, muzzle, muzzle, muzzle. You're going to find it's hard to believe, but dad argued with the guy. No way. He never. told this story before. Actually, I've heard this story. He was right. Yeah. He had an argument with the guy that was teaching the course. Yeah. It was, he was correct. It was funny. <laughs> oh, man. He never misses out on an opportunity to, to prove someone wrong, especially oh, no. in that kind of, And he did say that guy was kind of, kind of, you know, douchey, yeah. but he was kind of like a know-it-all. It was, was funny. It was pretty stern. You have those. Douche. He wasn't. Douche. <laughs> douche. Yeah. You have those in every course, though, no matter yeah. the topic. Yeah. It's unfortunate. You'd rather have guys like us teaching, I think, personally, that could relate to kids and, and not Honestly, that would make a power huge difference, hungry person. I think. Like, there's some people that are teaching it, like, this is their time to shine. They've never got to boss anybody yep. around in their whole life. I do remember and... when I was 12, the guy was an old-timer. Yeah. He was. I mean, super unrelatable. Like, he's been doing it for 50 freaking years at yep. least. Yeah. Well, I only have one point left that I caught 
I'm really I excited about this eye. last yeah, me point. Too. You know what? This, and I actually think I know what property this is, but I, I almost scrolled past this. I, I saw the, the head title was Land Acquisitions to Expand Game Lands. And I was like, okay, that sounds cool. Yep. Let me read it. In the first part, the Pennsylvania Board of Game Commissioners today approved a host of land acquisitions that combined would add more than 3,000 acres to the state game land system. I was like, that's awesome. That's beautiful. And then line two. The majority of that acreage, 2,166 acres, is the result of a single acquisition in Lower Yoder and Upper Yoder Townships in Cambria County. And I almost closed out of it at this point because I'm like, oh, great. So there's an extra 844 acres available. And then the second line, the acquisition of 513 acres in Taylor and Shenango Townships, Lawrence County, Let's go. to be donated by the estate of Mary Joan Pavlich. A mix of hardwoods and shrubland. The property is about four and a half miles north of State Game Lands 148. That is I awesome. I love that. Whoa, that boy. Awesome. I love that. Keep acquiring lands, man. That's Just huge. Make them game lands. 500 acres of new game lands right mm-hmm. in our back door. Yep. How about that? Nothing wrong with that, man. No. I like it. I, I do like too. it a lot. But that was cool that we were like the second line. Yeah. I wish yeah. we would keep acquiring stuff every year. If we could just get one more property every year, that'd just be beautiful yeah yeah that's these, pretty sweet yeah these were not priced low either by the way a lot of these as i was going through them oh yeah my goodness the price of some of this land it's expensive man Holy land's crap. expensive it, it is what it is it's just but i like that mary uh mary pavlich was the estate of mary pavlich was donating. yeah that's, that's so thank you mary sweet. pavlich yeah thank you mary pavlich well, thank you the estate. Your estate yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah but either way cool we got more land to hunt that's true hopefully big time that's big time. Well, one thing I'm curious about, people's thoughts on any of this. Is there anything that anybody wanted to bring up or anybody had a thought on that they didn't get to throw out there with any of these topics we've talked about so far? I think we need to talk about allowing Sunday hunting in PA. We didn't cover that enough. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody expressed their opinion on that. I don't no, think I don't. we should hunt on Sundays. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think we covered it pretty good. I think what we did Jesus too. Do? Go to church and then hunt after. There you Ooh. go. <laughs> I just, I just think day. that like change isn't always bad. It's not always. And that's bad. what people got to no. get over. It's not always bad. I mean, you're looking at recruitment wise. It's just change isn't always bad. Well, I think a lot of these subjects too. We look at it from different perspectives, and I think other people, if they look at it from different perspectives, instead of what affected them directly. It, you know, a lot of things could go. You have to look a at the big farther. picture. What's going to yeah. benefit the state the most? And maybe you know, maybe hunters make the rule for hunting instead of people that don't hunt. That'd be cool. That would be huge. You know, why yeah. are people that have never picked up a firearm? It does not affect never picked up at a, all. You know, it, it is good to hear their viewpoint. Agreed. But why are they making our rules? I agree. Well, on, on top of that, too, I mean, that's why we had five of us here tonight, kind of discussing this topic, and we all do have different opinions, and we all. I mean, some of us have different styles of hunting and things like that, but I think a majority of it was we we pretty much agreed and mm-hmm. disagreed on every topic. I mean, that was that's what we really wanted to hear. And because you're all people do have the same goal, we have the same yeah. goal, absolutely. So absolutely. we forgot to bring a liberal. Is that what you're saying? Yes. No, that's not necessarily <laughs> what I'm saying, but like that's not necessarily what I'm saying. But I mean, that's what I'm thinking, though. Well, maybe we'll bring one on. It, it would almost be interesting to hear if you got like a round table of old timers to go over the same thing. That would be interesting to say the least. You know, it, like I'm not saying it's going to be different. Yeah. That's what I'm saying is yeah. people that don't hunt, not that are strong liberals of certain, like not the people that just want to argue for the sake of arguing. Yeah. But 
Just people that don't hunt. Like the people that just are, affect like, you. Awesome. Like the people that are against it and support it. Why? I just want to know their why. That be. Yeah. Or how about this? Does this affect you? Would you vote on this law? Yes or no? That's a good question. How many people yeah. that has something that has nothing to do with them would actually vote on that law? Yeah. To affect them. I think yeah. hunting is a thing that a lot of people don't. Um, like you're gonna have your answer. They don't understand. Yeah. They don't. Oh, yeah. They just want to see it a certain way, but they don't take the time to understand it. Definitely. Or or educate themselves on what it really is and what goes into it and a lot of negligence, yes. Yes, all of that, but they just they want to argue for the sake of arguing where they're like, Yeah, you're just doing something that I don't agree with. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, big time. Yeah, you don't want anti hunters on. You want people that just don't hunt. Yeah. 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 Not because they are against hunting. They just don't because do it. They, they don't. just don't do it. Yeah. Right. Right. An anti hunter is gonna say no to everything. They're already fixed in their way. Right. Or they're set in one way. And I've had debates with anti-hunters, and, you know, majority of the ones I've had, they're very, very unreasonable to any of it, but... They're also uneducated to it. They're also uneducated to it as well, yeah. That's kind of our job, to to try not to Mm -hmm. get so hot-headed and argue, but just kind of educate. Right. Make really valid, good, solid points to people. Solid points, exactly. And just stay away from getting into it. Because it kind of comes down to it's something that they'll never understand. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that too. It's it's down to the whole, the, the, the activists of... The animal cruelty, all this stuff, and it's just until you're in that moment and, and you, you do kill an animal and you do those things, you don't understand what that feels like on the other end and how you you look at that. Oh, yeah. You know, how yeah. you, you respect that and you feel about it. it. It's not something that they could understand. Absolutely. So it's not an argument that's ever going to be worth having because yeah. you ain't going to change their mind. It's like, there's, there's some people out there that they don't even have any idea what they're mm-hmm. arguing against. I talked to a vegan one time that was wearing leather shoes and a leather belt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And like they were yelling at me because like we just left a restaurant that we were eating steaks and stuff like that, and they were going to protest. And I was like, "Well, why are you protesting it?" And they were like, "Because it's cruel to animals." I'm like, "Well, you're wearing leather shoes right now, so yeah. you, you know, have no just, stance." Yeah, maybe it just pleather. Yeah, they just don't even really understand what they're arguing sometimes, and that's your job to really just kind of inform them on it. And not and sometimes you just have to be better than it. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you, know? you have to learn how to walk away and just mm-hmm. let the situation go too. Let's relate. But if there's this. ever an apocalypse and you want some food, don't yeah. come asking me. <laughs> Let's relate this to me potentially obtaining a new hunting dog today. Let's relate He's this. Very cute. Yeah, and I think I think a lot of non-hunters would think that a hunting dog is very adorable, or a beagle is very adorable and could make a great pet. And everybody cuddles him and thinks he's so cute, but they don't see in the other end that I'm going to use that dog to kill a rabbit. Yeah. The first picture you showed me of him, it's, a, it's in there. Yeah. Which is, eyes. you can see it. It's like, he, it, it's in there. He's a killer. He's and first of all, they love doing it, by the way. Absolutely. They absolutely yeah, that, love that's it. what they live oh for. Yeah. They love it more than we do, by the way. So I would agree. If you do not let your your beagle get out there and do what they love to do, you're, you're taking a little bit away from them. But you're being them. selfish. That's what they're born soul. to do. Yeah. You're taking a little bit away from them. But at the same time, they do make pretty good pets, I guess. Yeah, you can have yeah both. absolutely, yeah. absolutely. You can have both. Oh, we've we've done it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can definitely have both. Yeah. but when they want to run, I'm kind of thinking run. of. Run. I'm kind of thinking of the elderly lady that I work with that that has a beagle, and you know, she's obviously not going to take it hunting. So. <laughs> but she did say though he'd get loose, she'd get loose and just run, run it like all the neighbors knew the dog do. because yeah, do. when it got out, it just tracked rabbits. Yeah. And that's a prime example. That. that dog never hunted a day in his life. Was a great pet, but when when she got out, she just she wanted to run to rabbits, and she would just run, 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 mm-hmm. and then she'd come back. 
should always come back. Do you think there's a reason why when dogs get outside, you know, if you ever notice, like I know, like with, you know, my lab, my parents have that, you know, they don't get them out as much as they should. Mm-hmm. But the second they hit, you know, certain, and they just take off. Yeah. And I was like, that is the happiest looking dog I've ever seen. Just sprinting all out. <laughs> right. Just running every which way. Because that's what they're meant to do. So yep. many people get caught up in the, you know, you're they not a person. Them, they're not You humans. are an yeah. animal. Yep. You have animal instincts. That is what you love. You're not, you are not meant to lay on a couch all day and do nothing. Yeah. You got to let them get a little bit taste of what they're meant to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Charles, can you remember when you were probably quite a bit younger, you know, we had uh, like Jumper and... yeah. Dozer, yeah, Smokey, all that. Smokey, yeah. Do you remember the first thing we would do in the morning before we went out rabbit hunting? Now they were outside dogs. They were in their pens or in their kennel, whatever you want to call it, dog walks. The first thing we would do was go rabbit hunting. We'd wake up, you know, whatever, make coffee, maybe get something to eat. Prior to all that, you'd walk out the back door, you'd whistle really loud. You get them to come out of their box and start saying, "Get them all fired up." Get the bunny. You want to get the yeah, bunny today? I remember. Ha, 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 go on, John. You want to get the bunny? They would bark the next thirty minutes. Yeah, every single one of them at the end of their their rope. At the oh, end yeah. of their rope, just oh, pulling to nuts. try to get to that. As soon as they saw or heard us, and I, as soon as you said, that, I was like, "I know he's going to say it." We get them riled up. Yeah, we used to go around and just like even just yeah. You want to get the bunny? You want to get the bunny? And just that. They would go berserk. I mean, even when you and I, Crazy. Anthony, would yeah, go pick Dixie. up Dixie to go hunting. Even when they saw Age. orange. As soon as she saw us through that window, oh my goodness, it was like someone put her foot in a trap. Like, you, were, you, were almost, you were almost a sinner to not take them out at yeah. that point. Like, you should feel bad if you don't, because like they really want to oh, go. They love it. I can, I have a very fond memory of that, like just getting them riled up and then going each one of them, roping them, bring them to the truck, throwing them in the truck, roping the next one, bring it to the truck. And I mean, they would literally pull you through the yard. Dogs are meant for purpose. Yeah. Most dogs have a purpose. (laughs) Yep. Beagles are one of the ones, especially that. But depriving them of that, you know, there's people that can say, down to the cold that we just had. You know, I saw a thing the other day that I was like, this is a perfect example of people talking about, you know, you're terrible for having your dogs out in the cold. Somebody was like, have a husky and tell me about that. Because yeah. there ain't no getting this dog inside. Yeah. When there's snow, it does not matter how cold it is. That is what they're meant the dog for. Is bred yeah. to they are meant those. for that. <clears throat> you're looking at that person and saying, oh, you're a terrible person because your dog's outside. That dog is not unhappy by any means. Yeah, there are definitely certain dog breeds that are meant to survive in yeah. the cold. There's certain dog breeds. There's yeah. certain dog breeds that should not be left out in the cold. Right, and right. I agree Same with that Same thing with 100%. hunting. If you go try to take a little, I don't know. Yorkie. Yeah. Take a rabbit <laughs> Take a rabbit hunt. No, it's not going to have a good time. <laughs> yeah. 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 I agree. There's a time and place for everything. Just because you see a dog outside in really cold weather, you know, yeah, if it's a, I don't know, a shaved, short-haired dog. That's shivering and freezing to death. Yes, you bring it report. inside. Yeah. Bring it inside. But to go and see a husky outside and report that person because they're huskies outside, or a dog that's perfectly okay with a real nice kennel with plenty of straw mm-hmm. and place they can get out of the weather just the same as whether they're inside. Those dogs can survive in the outside weather. Our beagles forever and ever were outside dogs, 365 days of the year. Not one of them has ever been lost to the cold. No. Never. It's all just about we educating had, yourself. We had a yeah. very solid, solid dog box for them. Always filled them with straw. Always had fresh food, fresh water. I I changed their water three times a day. 
Yeah, and you can remember, if you've ever done it, when you put your hand in that dog's box when it's 10 degrees out, it's like a sauna. In yeah, there. yeah. Their body heat alone with the straw and the little boxes, it heats it up so quick. Those dogs are not mm-hmm. uncomfortable. No. <laughs> it's we, just people forget that they're not people. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. They see a dog and you think it's the same thing as putting a little kid, like, <laughs> go run around and be cold. and right. do, it's, it's not. That, yeah. was a, that was kind of an off-the-wall topic. It was an off-the-wall Did topic. Did you decide to keep the beagle then, right? I don't know yet. Trial it's run. a trial run. And you named it Ben. I have not named the beagle yet. Oh. I'm taking that was all suggestions for names if you want to comment Boom on this beagle. episode. I like how names. he just assumed that we didn't want it and took it for yeah. himself. What was that? We didn't even First get a response. Off, <laughs> I didn't. We're still considering it. I did not, by any means, do that. I brought the dog home because... I wanted to try to really convince you guys like farther <laughs> that you, that you want the dog. I feel like it'd be more beneficial for you to. Have. If it was, I was running around out here, I feel like we. Would I was going probably. to bring him tonight. That probably would have sold it. Murph would have lost his Murphy mind. Murphy would have ruined this podcast. You would have, you would have only heard. <laughs> oh yeah, because <laughs> you have like a, the entire time. You don't have like, a door have no to shut door. off the. Yeah, uh, Murphy's yeah. so big, he would be regurgitating Boone. Yeah, you wanted to yeah. hold him on your lap. You'd Boone have been, been eaten by my dog the whole time. Yeah, that would have been bad. That would have been bad. I, initially, I thought it was a good idea. You know, you thought wrong. You thought yeah, wrong. I was shut down <laughs> yeah. by a homeowner. I'm just, down. I'm just saying, it would have, it would have derailed the podcast. I'm gonna wait till the yeah. rack shack is back up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would it be a perfect be. time. Yeah. It will be, and I mean, next year it'll be warmer far. in there too because I'm gonna insulate it this year. So let's go. We'll do it. It's cold out there. I was just out there today. It's freaking freezing. Well, I mean, it's there. cold outside. It's cold so. outside. Yeah, Dude, that's why we're in the basement. Go fund me. Go fund me. We are accepting. We are accepting Patreons to support the Rack Shack. The rebuild. Rack Shack needs hardwood floors. <laughs> this is a legit Rack Shack. Yeah. Yeah. This is well, not we'll like that this uh, summer. List it or love it, okay? We do not remodel one or two things on the list with the highest end stuff possible. Yeah. We will spread our money. We will make it work. We will, but it's going to get insulated for sure. There's a there's a few key things that are going to be done to that this year that's going to make it a little bit more comfortable throughout the year. Shoutouts will be given. I mean, I don't even know if you need to run permanent electricity now. We got that pretty sweet light set up. I'm still doing that. Right, that's still fine. happening just, no matter just what. Just throwing a suggestion out yeah, there. It's all good. It's a brick wall. If you need an electrician, I know. Oh, really? He does tell me. We've been talking about it yeah. for a little while. All right, well. Let's wrap it up. Let, let's wrap this up. Yeah. So, one thing that we promised everybody Ooh. the last episode that we decided to extend until this episode is the Bosling giveaway. I forgot. We went through. We looked at all of the entries. We put all of the entries on a list of paper and gave them all a number. We put all of the numbers in a random sorting app which pulled one number lucky yeah. number 10 yep and lucky number 10 number is 10. who casey pistorius casey pistorius mnp outdoors he was on episode 20 something like that one <laughs> and yeah no 21 was 21 was tanner no, 22 was Tanner, I thought. 22 was Tanner. 21 was Tanner. Right. Dang it, maybe it was 21 and maybe he was 22 then. Oh, anyway, ah, it's Casey Pistorius. He won a <laughs> nice 20, Allen Bosling. So get a hold of us. Send us your uh, your information. I'll probably get a hold of you too. So I'm so proud we have so many episodes. We can't keep them straight. It's good. It's good. <laughs> Next episode's 25 people. Yeah, 21 was Tanner, which means I'm pretty sure 20 was Casey. Then, no, 19. 
19. I stand corrected. I stand corrected Episode as well. 20 was uh, just the two of us talking about late season. Sounds good. So. Well, if you would like to get a hold of us, reach out to us on Instagram or Facebook or send us an email. You can find all of those at the Whitetail Distraction Podcast. Be sure to do us a huge favor and head over to iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast and give us a five-star review. If you give us a five-star review and take a screenshot of it and send it to us, we will... Give you a hug. We'll give we'll give you a hug, or we'll we'll do something for you. We'll, we'll make we'll make something up for you. Exciting announcement! Next episode, stay tuned. Next episode, we have an exciting announcement. Next episode, we have an exciting announcement. Ted Ooh. Nugent's coming on. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I had an idea. I think we should bring the podcast. We oh, let's mention we're going to the Great American Outdoor Show. Correct. We will be there. The 9th and the 10th, Let's the last go. two days, Saturday and Sunday, we're going to be down at the show. We're going to be rocking our hats. We're going to be rocking some other gear, potentially. Potentially. You just look for the White Tail Distraction Podcast emblem and come find us and we'll hang out. We'll drink hang a beer out. or something. We'll hang out, drink a beer and maybe hunting. we'll do a podcast. That's what I was going to talk about. I want to bring the equipment down and do a podcast with all the boys. We'll see. I think, I think it'd be, be cool. fun. Yeah. We'll I know it's going to be a lot of work and a pain in the butt to bring it all down there, but it is. But at the we'll, same time, dude, that that's a real. Yeah. We can talk about the done. show, and we can do a couple episodes about the yeah. show. So we'll I think that'd out. be a good you idea. You might make a couple friends there. You never know. That's true. That's true. That's it, kids. All Thanks right. for listening. This Thanks was a fun. One. Yeah, this was a more keyed towards Pennsylvania hunters, but is what it is. We had to do can it. Enjoy that. Absolutely. We had a good conversation. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The distraction's real. The distraction's real. The distraction's real. The distraction is real. Let's go. Boom.